If you're a health entrepreneur, coach, or practitioner that wants to turn your expertise into a high six or seven figure virtual business with less stress, so you can impact more people at a deeper level while making more money and enjoying a greater quality of life in the process, then the Health Printer Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Uriel Kame. I'm a former pro athlete, leading health expert, New York Times bestselling author, and the founder of Healthpreneur, where I help experts just like you create and fill high-end virtual coaching programs that create dream come true results for your clients. Now, for a free and in-depth training on how to do just that without manual prospecting, one-on-one coaching, or having to spend years building your online following, head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training and jump on to our seven-figure health business blueprint training today. And now, let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to the show so today we're going to be talking about how to do less and get more done. Because as you know, I'm a huge believer in working smarter, not harder. And I actually believe that the less you work, the more money and impact you can create. And I know that doesn't make a lot of sense initially, but hear me out. And I think it'll, it'll sink in. Now, before we get into that, I, wanna, I do need to mention that there will be times in your business journey where you do have to do the work, Like you will have periods, especially when you're starting up, where doing less is not the best option, okay? So if, you have, like, if you're starting from scratch, you, you gotta plant the seeds, right? You gotta put in the work, you gotta do what's, what's necessary to the point that you have a bit more predictability and freedom from the day-to-day operations. Once you get to a point where things are running a little more predictably for you, a little more smoothly, a little bit more automatically, that's when you really want to consider, okay, how do I best use my time? And remember that you don't, you can't, you can't force the issue. The universe does not recognize assertion. Like you can't force grass to grow faster. Yes, you can take action. Yes, you can work harder than other people. But at some point, you have to determine what is most important to you. And I'm not here to say that working 20 hours a day is not okay. I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But I know a lot of our listeners and a lot of our clients want, like, really value lifestyle, right? They value, they're not, they're not looking to build laptop businesses where they could chill by the pool and travel around the world necessarily. Some people do. But for the most part, they want to really build impactful businesses that you know, make a big difference in people's lives and give them a lot more money and freedom to, to do the things they want to do, whether that's in the business or outside of the business. So I want to give you some context about doing less and getting more done. So I think it's two years ago now. So two summers ago, 2016, I decided to take a two-month sabbatical during the summer. So I, I did nothing business-wise for two months. I just did nothing. I played tennis. I laid in the park, watched the sky, um, hung out with the kids. I did not. I didn't check my emails. I didn't do anything. And this was as this is two and a half years ago now. Yeah. So this was kind of as Healthpreneur was kind of starting to, you know, I was still getting clarity on how I wanted to build this out. And so my health and fitness business, I was a lot more involved in at that point at that time. So I, I said to myself, okay, if I'm going to take two months off, what has to happen? 
for this business to keep growing and multiplying without my presence? And that's an important question because that's, and that's the beautiful thing about taking time off, whether that's a vacation or a sabbatical or, or limiting the time you spend working in a day, is what has to happen in order for this business to keep growing without me forcing the issue and working all the time? If you're, on, if you're going on vacation for a week and you're not taking your work with you, well, what's going to happen? Is your business going to implode? Can you put systems or people in place that are going to help it grow, not just sustain where it is, but grow in your absence? And that's really what I'm talking about here is being able to set up a business where you can work less. And as a result of setting things up properly, you get a lot more done. So most people get into business because they obviously want to you know, serve people, they want to make more money, and they want a lot more freedom in their life. They want to control their destiny. So there's two things that happen. You start off in business and you get to a certain income where you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars in revenue and, and, and things are good. Like you're kind of maybe on your own, maybe somebody else or two people. And you have a really good lifestyle. Like you're not, there's not a huge operational overload. There's a lot of profit and things are good. And then as you continue growing, things start to get more complex. As you get into the several million dollars range, the complexity of your business increases. And what happens with a lot of entrepreneurs is this is where they burn out. This is where they stop falling. This is where they really fall out of love with their business. They signed up for more freedom and now they're working harder than ever. They're working you know, 18 hours a day, putting out fires, all sorts of stuff. And now they start hating what they're doing. And I've seen this time and time again. And if you can relate to it, you probably know what I'm talking about. And this this happens in a physical location, offline business, as well as it does in an online business. It's the same trajectory. So what has to happen is that you need to have the right systems and processes in place in order to get back to the glory days of freedom. Now, as your business grows, it's not going to be a two or three person operation. And what's going to happen is that the profitability of your business might not be the same as it used to be. However, relatively speaking, you know, if you're making 10% profit on $10 million, that's a million dollars profit versus 10% of $100,000 is, or even, you know, 50% of $100,000 is just $50,000, right? So, you know, as you scale, even though the percentage of profit might go down, you're actually making a lot more money take home after tax and so forth. So just remember that. So in order to grow, in order to grow this business, you have to have, you have to come to a decision at some point where you're going to say, okay, I can keep working, doing a lot of this stuff myself and keep more money, but I'm going to work a lot more, or I'm going to start to hire a team of people around me and give up some of the profit in order to get a lot more freedom back in my life. And this is really what smart entrepreneurs do is they understand that you can never buy more time. Time is not replaceable. And so they look at, okay, how do I set up my schedule? So I only have to work three or four hours a day. Okay, I got to bring in this person and this person to do this and this and this and this. And that is how you achieve a lot more freedom as your business grows. So it really becomes dependent upon not just the technology of different things you can use, but also the people in place who remove you out of the, uh, of the doing so you have a lot more free time. So let me give you an example from Healthpreneur. So when I started Healthpreneur, it was me and myself, pretty much. And then we brought on, you know, one person to help out with some project management stuff. 
And so initially what was happening is I was doing a lot of phone calls myself. I was doing, you know, enrollment calls, uh, you know, four to six a day. And, you know, that can take its toll. And, and you're kind of limited to what you can do energetically, um, but also in terms of like freedom, in terms of travel and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, like, I, I don't know if I can sustain this. So what I ended up doing was I started hiring some other people who I trusted who were excited to work with us brought them on as enrollment coaches and now the results coaches for our clients as well. And now they do all the inbound phone calls. So I don't do any phone calls anymore. We have a great team in place who they're actually probably even better than I am on the phone. I'll be very honest with you. They're amazing, super helpful for our clients. But what that's given me is that's given me a lot more freedom back in my life. So because we've brought on these coaches, yes, I'm spending more money on payroll, but it's given me a lot more freedom back in my life. So this is what I'm talking about by doing less and getting more done. So I want to give you a couple little things to think about with that, with that context, okay? So the first thing you need to identify is what are your, what I call, unique genius activities. And I spell unique as Y-O-U, unique genius activities. For most people, there's probably only one to three of them. And for most Business leaders, I believe one of our unique geniuses is creating content and sharing the message. So a podcast like this is one of my unique genius activities. It's it's my way of sharing my Kool-Aid, sharing a message. If you're doing video, right, that's your, that's your thing. Um, these are things that you can't really delegate that, you know, maybe somebody else could do, but maybe not as effectively as you. These are the things that you love doing, the things that energize you, the things that you could do forever. And that's why for me, talking into a microphone is very easy. It's energizing. I can crank out a lot of this. I enjoy doing it. And I can bring, you know, my, my perspective to the market and serve our listeners in a very, very simple way. So this is an example of a unique genius activity. So you have to identify what those things are for you. Speaking from stage is another one of my things. I love doing it. But as we grow that platform... I'm also thinking about how do I clone myself? How do I bring on other speakers to now share our company message, not just me, who can travel around the world, right? So that's the first thing is identifying those activities. Second is once you've identified that stuff, you have to delegate everything else eventually. So initially, you're going to wear all the hats. You're going to learn how to do customer service and this and this and this and this, payments, blah, 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 blah. And you kind of have to do that until you bring people on. And so when you do have a list of things that you don't enjoy doing, the the editing, the, the number tracking, whatever it is, that becomes a job description for maybe initially a VA to handle some low-level stuff. And then over time, some more of the important tasks, whether it's you know getting people to run your enrollment calls, right, having coaches working with you under your system to support your clients, these are things you can eventually delegate if you don't want to do them themselves. Yourself, I should say. Third thing, uh, just going back to a bit more personal productivity here, is block the first hour of your day to work on your most important project. I've got three kids, and my magic time is between 6 and 8 in the morning. When they're really not up yet, I get up early, I get my most important work done. Like, really the things that are the most, like the one or two things that are most important to move my business forward. It's not reactive stuff, I'm not answering emails, it's what is a project I'm working on, how can I move this forward? And even if the rest of the day was a complete shit show, at least those first two hours, 
it made it, it was all, it's all good. I got the most important stuff done. Okay. So the first hour or two in your day has to be devoted to the most important stuff. Fourth is have kids. Well, you know, if you've got kids, you know what I mean, but I'm not promoting any, um, non-birth control type of activities here, but obviously having kids is very, uh, very good from a productivity standpoint because what they do is they force you to create a hard stop. And if you don't have kids, create a hard stop for yourself no matter what. So for instance, for me, I'm done work at three o'clock every day because that's when I pick up my kids from school. And then that's it. If I have to you know, finish up you know, one or two little things at night, I'll just hop on my computer for 30 minutes and finish things up. But to the best of your ability, stick to that. And this is the nice thing about having an office, which I don't have. I mean, I work from home, but if you have a physical office you go to, leave your stuff there. Don't bring anything home. So when you're done, you're done. And having that discipline is extremely helpful because again, what it does is it time compresses your day. It's like you're going on vacation. You have to get everything done before that time, okay? Number five is a little bit counterintuitive, but it's something I really recommend is schedule time off in your calendar before anything else. So when you're planning out the next quarter or the year, block off when you're taking a weekend off. Block off when you're traveling. Uh, This is something that I do on an ongoing basis. Like I'm always first and foremost, like I know when I'm doing my workshops, when I've got my masterminds, and I build my travel like with that in mind first and foremost. So we usually take a family trip in February. We do one in late November, December to get away from the cold. So we're typically traveling as a family anywhere from two to four times a year for a total of like eight to 10 weeks. And then there's obviously little trips that I'm taking for for speaking or for other things like that. And you want to block all that off in your calendar because number one, it's exciting. Number two, it gives you a really good sense of where things are happening. And then you've got specific deadlines because you're taken off, for instance. And so it's a really effective way to manage your calendar. And finally, is putting systems in place that work on your behalf when you're not working. Systems can be technology or people or both. So if you're not going to be here, what is the process? What's something that you're doing on a daily? Like, how do you handle this specific issue that comes up? If a failed payment comes through, how do you deal with that? Document that process. And now you have somebody else that you can give that to who can deal with that issue step-by-step as you've laid it out when you're not there. So the thing, like no matter where you are in your business, I think one of the most important activities, which is not a lot of fun to do, to be very honest, is to document everything you do. How do you upload a video to YouTube? How, like, what is your, how, how do you create a post for Instagram or how do you, deal with this specific customer service thing? Or what does the onboarding sequence look like for new clients? Document all of that. Create a playbook for your business because the more you do that, you'll very quickly realize that you've now McDonaldized your business. You now have an operations manual for the way your business works. So when people come in to work with you, you're like, okay, cool, here you go. You run chapter one, like you run this. And then here's here are the things for you to work on. And here's the step-by-step. And I'm telling you, like, this will give you more freedom than you can ever think possible. I would honestly spend maybe one hour a week just documenting your processes and just block it off in your calendar. Friday morning, 11 o'clock, process documentation. <laughs> Look at one or two things you're doing and document the whole thing. Here's the first thing I do, then this, then this, then this. And in the long term, 
a year from now, two, five years from now, having that done will give you immense freedom because either you can turn to that very easily for a quick reference or more importantly, somebody else can run that for you. So that is how you do less and get a lot more done. And that is how you build a business that gets back to fulfillment and profit and impact instead of working yourself into the ground and burning out. So hope you've enjoyed this one. And if you want more support and the exact strategy that we use to help our clients really build very profitable businesses with honestly less than a dozen hours of work per week once they've built out their initial pipeline, right? There's obviously, as I mentioned, a little bit of time to build things out. But once that's done, like how can you build a six high six figure business with, you know, I'd say about 10 hours a week. Well, if you want to do that, then we can show you exactly how to do that inside of our seven figure health business blueprint training. It's over at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. It's a free webinar, go through it and you'll see exactly what we do in our business and exactly how we help our clients get those types of results without grinding themselves into a pulp. So if that's of interest to you and you enjoy what we're talking about here, like doing less and getting more done and actually serving your clients at a higher level, making more money, having more freedom, then this is for you. So check it out today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hope you have an amazing one and continue to go out there, be great, do great, and I'll see you next time.